0: Brahma Sutras, text, word to word meaning, translation and commentary by Sri Swami Shivananda, published by the Divine Life Society, Uttarakhand, Himalayas, India. Om Sri Guru Jonamaha Harihi Om Sri Ganesha Janamaha. Dr Krishna Murti Shastri Dambe Punacha Bantwal Taluk Karnataka India Dedicated to Shri Vyasa Bhagavan, Shri Jagadguru Shankaracharya and Srimad Appayya Dikshitar Shri Swami Sivananda, Born on the 8th September 1887 in the illustrious family of sage Appayya Dikshitar and several other renowned saints and savants, Sri Swami Shivananda had a natural flair for a life devoted to the study and practice of Vedanta. Added to this was an inborn eagerness to serve all and an innate feeling of unity with all mankind. His passion for service drew him to the medical career, and soon he gravitated to where he thought that his service was most uh, needed. Malaya claimed him. He had earlier been editing a health journal and wrote extensively on health problems. He discovered that people needed right knowledge, most of all. Dissemination of that knowledge, he espoused as his own mission. It was divine dispensation and blessing of God upon mankind that the doctor of body and mind renounced his career and took to a life of renunciation to qualify for ministering to the soul of man. He settled down at Rishikesh in 1924, practiced intense austerities and shown as a great yogi, saint, sage and jivan mukta. In 1932, Swami Shivananda started the Shivananda Ashram. In 1936, was born the Divine Life Society. In 1948, the Yoga Vedanta Forest Academy was organized. Dissemination of spiritual knowledge and training of people in Yoga and Vedanta were their aim and object. In 1950, Swamiji undertook a lightning tour of India and Ceylon. In 1953, Swamiji convened a world parliament of religions. Swamiji is the author of over 300 volumes and has disciples all over the world belonging to all nationalities, religions and creeds. To read Swamiji's works is to drink at the fountain of Wisdom Supreme. Supreme. On 14th July 1963, Swamiji entered Mahasamadhi. Preface It need not be overemphasized. That the Brahma Sutras or the Nyaya Prasthana of the Triad of Indian Philosophical treatises trites, hold supreme sway over the later rationalistic and scholastic developments. Right from the mighty brain of Shankara down to the master intellects like Sri Harsha, Chitsukhacharya, and Madhusudana Saraswati, the main po- polemics have been occupied with the task of establishing the Doctrine of Absolute Monism Advaita, and shuddha and refuting the views contrary to it by appeal to logic as well as authority alike, which find their seeds already sown in the Brahma Sutras. The founder of a new religious and philosophical school had simply to write a new commentary on the Brahma Sutras so that his view may be accepted by the mass of people. Such is the authority of the Brahma Sutras, the work of Badarayana. Commentaries there have been many on the Brahma Sutras, but either they are too short and insufficient to be useful for a comprehensive study of the sutras or are extremely tough and ab- uh, abstruse to be utilized by men of ordinary understanding. This work of Swami Shivananda is of a unique type in itself unrivalled by any other. This commentary is neither too short to be useless nor too verbose to be unintelligible but follows a via media course useful to one and all, mainly the spiritual aspirants who want thought, not mere word. Swamiji has got his own inimitable way of writing which is a boon to the inquisitive student on the spiritual path. All real aspirants after truth should possess this book for it is a guide light that is capable of steering them across the sea of ignorance and doubt. Swamiji has left nothing unsaid that may be useful to the student of the Brahma Sutras and in addition has given useful information which will not be found in other notes and commentaries. The division of each pada into the relevant adhikarnas marking at the same time the number of sutras they Contain the subject matter they treat of and the accompaniment of each sutra by the serial number from the very beginning is for the use and guidance of the student. An elaborate introduction precedes the work in addition to a short introduction and a summary of the different Adhikarnas preceding each pada. These are all a boon to the student of the Brahma Sutras for which the incomparable Swamiji has to be eulogized. Each Sutra also contains a word by word meaning and a running translation more need not be said than that the production is a marvelous one swamiji has compelled uh swamiji has completed his annotations on the prasthanatraya with his uh, brahma sutras his writings are too famous to necessitate further introduction the text of the brahma sutras has been included herein to enable the readers to do swadhyaya and get them by heart for purpose of meditation the divine life society shri gurudhyanam brahmanandam paramasukhadam kevalam jnanamurtim Tam gaganasadrisham tattva lakshyam Ekam Nityam Vimalam Achalam Sarvadhisakshibhutam Bhavatitam Trigunarahitam Sadguruntam Namami I prostrate myself before that, Guru, the existence, devoid of the three gunas, beyond comprehension, the witness of all mental functions, changeless and pure, one and eternal, transcending the pairs of opposites, expansive like the sky, reachable through the sentences, like though are that the mass of absolute wisdom. Shri Haridhyanam Yamsayvās samupāsate Shivaiti brahmeti vedānti no Baudhā buddhaiti pramāna patavah kartheti naiyājikah Arghannityatha jainashāsana ratah karmeti mīmāmsakah vidadha vidadhātu vānchita phalam trailokyanātho harihi he whom the Shaivas worship as, worship as Shiva, the Vedantins as the absolute Brahman, the Buddhists as Lord Buddha, the Logicians, the experts in the theory of knowledge as the creator, those following the teachings of Jaina, Jaina as the Arhat and the ritualists as the sacrifice, may that Hari, the lord of the three worlds, give you the desired object. Shri Vyasadhyanam Vyasam Vishnu Kalimala Tamasaha ्यधत्यदीप तििम वासिष्ठम वेदशाखा व्यसना कररा मृषिम धर्म भीी जम्महानतम पौराण यो भारतंचस्मतीन तम कृष्णाद वैपायनाक्षम सुुरनरादती जयए पूजयेयम् पूजयेहम् I worship the great Rishi Vyasa who is called Krishna Dvaipayana, who is worshipped by gods, men and asuras alike, who is the form of Vishnu, who is like the light of the rising sun to the darkness of the impurities of the age of Kali, who belongs to the family of Vas- Vasishta, who divided the Vedas into different sections, who is the seed of Dharma, who wrote the Puranas, the Brahma Sutras, the Mahabharata and the Smriti. Sri Shankaracharya Dhyanam padmasinam prashantam yam niratam anangari tulya prabhavam smita ruchira mukham bhojamin divaraksham kambugreevam karabhyam avihata vilasat pustakam vandyam girvana mukheerna djanavaradam bhavaye I contemplate on Shankaracharya, who is seated in the Padmasana, who is tranquil, who is established in self-restraint, whose glory is like that of the enemy of Cupid, who wears the sacred ashes shining on his forehead, whose smiling face resembles the blossomed lotus, who has lotus-like eyes, whose neck is conch-like. Holding book in one hand and indicating Jnana Mudra with another hand, who is adored by the foremost of gods, who gives boons to those who prostrate to him. Shri Shri Shankara Vidita kila shastra sudha jala te mahito panishat ka titar tani te hrudhaje kalage malam charanam pavashankaradeshi kame charanam. O ocean of the nectar of illuminated, yeah, illumined knowledge of the whole shastras, thou hast revealed the. Treasure of the meaning of the great Upanishads. I meditate on thy pure lotus feet in my heart. O Shankara Adeshika Acharya, be do my refuge. Karuna varuna lajapa lajam bhavasaagaradukha vidu na hrdam rachita akhil adarshanatatwa vidam bhava Shankara Adeshika sharanam. O ocean of mercy, protect me who am. Afflicted sorely by the pains of samsara, though has expounded the truth of the various schools of philosophy. O Shankaradesika, be thou my refuge. Bhavata, janata, Sukhita Bhavita jabo dha vichara naca rumat. Jiva, Viveka, Vidam, Bhav Shankaradesika, me sharanam. By thee the humanity has attained happiness, though are endowed with a fine intellect reflecting self knowledge. I meditate on the who expounded the in identity of Jiva and Ishvara. O Shankara, be thou my refuge. Bhava eva Bhavani, te me nitya Ram zamajat acheta shika udhita mama varaja Moha Bhava Shankara deshikame sharanam. Thou are my God. Thus, thinking, my mind became full of joy. Remove the great ocean of delusion in me, O Shankara, be thou my refuge. Sukrute dikrete bhudha bhavato bhavita pada darsana Ati di namimam pari palayamam bhava Shankara deshi kame sharanam. It is through various meritorious actions done by me for a long time that I have got in me a love for the vision of thy lotus feet. Protect this humble self, O Shankara, be thou my refuge. Jagat ima vimukha lita krutajovicharan ti mahamahasachchali vaatra vibhasi deshikame sharanam. For the redemption of mankind, great souls like thyself move about from place to place. Thou seems to be seems to me like the pure and Resplendent sun, O oh Shankara, be though my refuge Guru-punga-vapunga-vaketana-te-samata-mayata-nay-na-hi-ko-pi-sudhi Charanagata-vatsala-tatvanidhe-bhava-shankara-deshikame-sharanam O oh Best of Gurus, O oh Lord Shiva, it is impossible for anyone to gauge thy mental poise O oh Protector of the Refugees, O oh Lord repository of knowledge, O Shankara, be thou my refuge. Viditana Mayavishadeika Kalana Chakincha Nakancha Namasti Guro Drutameva Vidhe Hikripamza Hajamba Vasankara Deshikame Sharanam. I have not been able to find any treasure worthy of position except thee. O preceptor, have mercy on me, which is thy natural quality. O Shankara, be thou my refuge. <clears throat> now this brahma sutra has four adhyayas one first adhyaya uh, chapter is a samanvaya adhyaya second one is avirodha adhyaya third one is sadhana adhyaya fourth one is the phala adhyaya wherein in the first samanvaya adhyaya we have sutras 1 to 31 as a section 1 and 32 to 63 as a section 2 and 64 to 106 sutras as a section 3 and 107 to 134 sutras as a section 4 and in second chapter or adhyaya avirodha adhyaya, again we have sutras again in sadhana adhyaya and phala adhyaya, totally 555 sutras we have in this brahma sutras now <clears throat> Om sri Gurubhyo Namaha Shri Shari Raka Mimamsa Darshanam Brahma Sutraani Chada Darshani uh, In uh, six Darshanas This is the last one Vedanta Darshan Or uttra Mimamsa Darshan Or Shari Raka Mimamsa Darshanam <clears throat> Shari Raka means Sharira means That one Present one which is present in the sharira or body that is sharira, that is actually the soul or atma. So, the content related to that sharira or soul it is, it is shariraka. Mimamsa means the study of or the analysis about this soul or atma or Brahma. Brahma Sutra. Atha Prathamodyaya, Atha Prathamaha Padaha. Jidjasa, Dikaran, Athato, Brahma Jidjasa. Now let us uh, start the explanation by, uh, as told by Swami Shivananda G. <clears throat> Om Shri Kanishayanamaha Shri Sadguru Paravanatmaninamaha Introduction Hari Om Salutations to Sri Vyasa, the Avatar of Vishnu, the Vice Badarayana and Shri Krishna Dvaipayana. Vedas consist of three portions with the Karma Kanda which deals with sacrifices or ceremonial rites. The Upasana Kanda which treats of Upasana worship and the Jnana Kanda which deals with with knowledge of brahman karma kanda represents the feet of a man upasanakanda the heart and the jnana kanda the head just as the head is the most important portion of a man so also the upanishads which treat of the knowledge portion of the vedas is the head of the vedas hence it is said to be the shiras, shiras head of vedas or vedanta the end portion mivamsa means the investigation or inquiry into the connected meaning of the sacred texts of this mimamsa two branches have been recognized the Puru mimamsa earlier and the uttara mimamsa the later the former system systematizes the karma kanda the portion of the veda which pertains to action and sacrifices and which comprises samhitas and brahmanas the later systematizes the jnana kanda that is the part of the vedas which includes the aranyaka portion of the brahmanas and the upanishads Jaimini is the author of the Pura Mimamsa, Sri Vyasa Badarayana or Krishna Dovapayana. The guru of Jaimini is the author of the Brahma Sutras, otherwise known as Vedanta Sutras. The study of Brahma Sutras is a synthetic study of the Upanishads. It reads of the Vedanta philosophy. The Vedas are eternal. They were not written by any individual. They came out from the breath of Hiranyagarbha, Lord Brahma. Vedanta is the end of gist end or gist of the vedas it deals with the knowledge of knowledge portion vedanta is not mere speculation it is the authentic record of transcendental experiences or direct and actual realization of the great hindu rishis or seers Brahma sutras is the science of the soul sutras are concise aphorisms they give the essence of the arguments on a topic maximum of thought is come uh, compressed or condensed into these sutras in as few words as possible it is easy to remember them great intellectual people only with realization can compose sutras they are clues or aids to memory they cannot be understood without a lucid commentary the commentary also is in need of further elaborate explanation thus the interpretations of the sutras gave rise to various kinds of literary writings such as vrittis gloss and karikas the different Acharyas, founders of different schools of thought, have given their own interpretations of the sutras to establish their own doctrines. The Bhashya of Sri Shankara on Brahma Sutras is known as Shari Raka Bhashya. His school of thought is Kevaladvaita. The Bhashya of Sri Ramanaja, who founded the Vishishta school, is called Sri Bhashya. The commentary of Sri Nimbarkacharya is known as Vedanta, Parijata, Saurabhara. Sri Vallabhacharya expounded his system of philosophy of Dvaita, pure monism, and his commentary on the Brahma Sutras is known as Anubhashya. And Madhva, Madhva Bhashya is also there. Madhvacharya, Dvaita Siddhanta. Sastatisya is, is very elastic. It is like uh, Kama Dhenu or Kalpataru. Who can uh, You can milk out of it various kinds of rasas according to your intellectual caliber, caliber and spiritual experiences. Therefore, different acharas have built different systems of thought or cults by interpreting these sutras in their own ways and became founders of sects. Madhva founded his own system of Dvaita. The cults of Vishnu, known as Bhagavata or Pancharatra, and those of Shiva, Pashupata or Maheshwara, have interpreted Brahma sutras in accordance with their own tenets. Nimbarkacharya interpreted the Vedanta system from the standpoint of Veda-Veda-Dvaita-Dvaita. Uh, Dvaita, Dvaita. Uh, he was uh, largely influenced by the teachings of Bhaskara who flourished in the first half of the 9th century. The theory held by Bhaskara and Nimbarka was held by the ancient teacher uh, Audulomi. Lomi. Badrana himself refers to the, his, uh, this theory in his Brahma Sutras. There are more than 14 commentaries on the Brahma Sutras. Sri Apaya Dikshita rendered the commentary of Sri Shankara more clear by his Parimala, Sri Vachaspati Mishra, Vachapati Mishra by his work Bhamati and Sri Amalananda Saraswati by his Kalpataru. The erroneous identification of the body with the pure Atman is the root cause for human sufferings and miseries and for births and deaths. You identify yourself with the body and say I am fair, dark, stout or thin. I am a Brahmin, I am a Kshatriya, I am a doctor. You identify yourself with the senses and say, I am blind, I am dumb. You identify yourself with the mind and say, I know nothing, I know everything, I became angry, I enjoyed a good meal. I am suffering from this disease. The entire object of the Brahma Sutras is to remove this erroneous identification of the soul with the body, which is the root cause of your sufferings and miseries, which is the product of avidya ignorance and help you in the attainment of the final emancipation through knowledge of Brahman. The Upanishads seem to be full of contradiction at first. They do not contain consistent system of thought. Sri Vyasa systematized the thoughts or philosophy of the Upanishads in his Brahma Sutras. The Sutras reconcile the conflicting uh, statements of the Upanishads. In reality, there are no conflicts for the thinker. Audulomi and uh, Asmarathya. Asma, uh, Asmarathya also did this work in their own way and founded their own schools of thought. Those who wish to study the philosophy of Vedanta should study the 10 classical Upanishads and the Brahma Sutras. All Acharyas have commented on Brahma Sutras. This is a great authority for every philosophical school in India. If any Acharya wishes to establish his own cult or sect or school of thought, he will uh, have to write a commentary of his own on Brahma Sutras. Then only it will be recognized. The five great Acharyas, Sri Shankara, uh, the exponent of Kevra Advaita or uh, uncompromising monism, Sri Ramaraja, the exponent of Vishishta Advaita or qualified monism, Sri Nimbarka, the exponent of Veda Vedavada, Sri Madhva, the exponent of Sri uh, strict uh, Dvaitism or Dvaitavada, and Sri Vallabha, the exponent of Shuddha Dvaitavada or pure monism, agree that Brahman is the cause of this world and that knowledge of Brahman leads to moksha or the final emancipation, which is the goal of life. They also emphatically declared that brahman can be uh, known only through the scriptures and not through mere reasoning but they differ amongst themselves as to the nature of this brahman the relation of the individual soul to brahman the state of the soul in the state of final emancipation the means of attaining it and its causality with reference to this universe According to Sri Shankara, there is one absolute Brahman who is Sat Chit Ananda, who is of an absolutely homogeneous nature. The appearance of this world is due to Maya, the illusory power of uh, Brahman, which is neither Sat nor Asat. This world is unreal. This world is a vivartha or uh, apparent modification through Maya. Brahman appears as this universe through Maya. Brahman is the only reality. The individual soul has limited himself through avidya and identification with the body and other vehicles through this selfish actions he enjoys the fruits of his actions he becomes the actor and enjoyer he regards himself as atomic and as an agent on account of avidya or the limiting antakkarana the individual soul becomes identical with brahman when his avidya is destroyed in reality jiva is all-pervading and identical with brahman Ishvara or saguna brahman is a product of maya worship of ishwara leads to krama mukti the pious de- devotees the knowers of saguna brahman go to brahma loka and attain final release through highest knowledge they do not return to this world they attain the nirguna brahman at the end of the cycle knowledge of nirguna brahman is uh, the only means of liberation the knowers of nirguna brahman attain immediate final release of Sadyo Mukti. immediate final release or Sadyo Mukti. They need not go by the path of gods or the path of Devayana. They merge themselves in Parabrahman. They do not go to any loka or world. Sri Shankara's Brahman is Nirvishesha Brahman, impersonal, absolute, without attributes. According to Sri Ramanujan, Brahman is with the attributes, Savishesha. He is endowed with all auspicious qualities. He is not intelligence himself. Intelligence is his chief attribute. He contains within himself whatever exists. World and individual souls are essential real constituents of Brahman's nature. Matter, achit, and soul, chit form the body of the Lord, Lord Narayana, who is the inner ruler, Antaryamin. Matter and souls are called modes of him, Prakara. The individual souls will never be entirely resolved in Brahman. According to Ramana, Brahman is not absolutely one and homogeneous. The individual souls undergo a state of sankocha contraction during pralaya. They expand Vikasa during creation. Sri Ramanuja's Brahman is a personal god with the attributes. The individual soul of Ramanja is really individual. It will remain a personality forever. The soul remains in vaikuntha forever in a state of bliss and enjoys the divine Aishwarya of Lord Narayana. Bhakti is the chief means to final emancipation and not jnana. Sri Ramanja follows in his Bhashya the authority of Bodhayana. According to Sri Nimbarkacharya, Brahman is considered as both the efficient and material cause of the world. Brahman is both Nirguna and Saguna. The universe is not unreal or illusory but is a true manifestation or parinama of Brahman. Ramanuja also holds this view, he says just as milk is transformed into curd, so also Brahman has transformed himself as this universe. This world is identical with and at the same time different from Brahman just as the wave or bubble is the same and at the same time different from water. The individual souls are parts of the Supreme Self, they are controlled by the Supreme Being. The final salvation lies in realizing the true nature of one's own soul. This can be achieved by bhakti devotion. The individuality of the uh, finite self Jivatman is not dissolved even in the state of final emancipation. Sri Ramana also holds that the Jiva assumes the divine body of Sri Narayana with the four hands and enjoys in Vaikuntha the divine aishwarya of the Lord. This is up to uh, like uh, salokya, sarupya, samipya, sarti muktis not Mukti Mm? in Vishishtadvaita. Sarashti means similar uh, like uh, uh, similar wealth like Lord. Sālokya means present being in the same Vaikuntha and uh, Samipya means near to God. And uh, Sālokya means in the same Loka or Vaikuntha. Sālokya, Sārupya, the same Rupa or form. Mm? body like lord so you may ask why do such great realized souls hold different views why have they started different cults or systems the highest philosophy of shankara which uh, bespeaks uh, speaks of the identity of the individual soul and the supreme soul cannot be understood by the vast majority of persons therefore shri Madhva and shri ramaja started their bhakti cult the different schools are different rungs in the ladder of yoga The student must place his foot step by step and finally reach the highest peak of uh, perfection, uh, the Kevaladvaita realization of Sri Shankara. As temperaments are different, different schools are also necessary to suit the taste, capacity and stage of evolution of the aspirant. Therefore, all schools and cults are necessary. They have got their own place and scope. The views of various Acharyas are all true in respect of the particular aspect of Brahman dealt with by them each in his own way. Shankara has taken Brahman in his transcendental aspect while Sri Ramana has taken him chiefly in his uh, immanent aspect. Uh, people were following blindly the rituals during the time of Sri Shankara. When he was uh, preparing his commentary, he had in view the purpose of combating the baneful effects which blind ritualism produced. He never condemned selfless service or Nishkama Karma Yoga. He condemned the performance of rituals with selfish motives. Shankarabhasa is the oldest of all commentaries. It upholds Shuddha Parabrahman or the Supreme Self of the Upanishads as something superior to other divine beings. It propounds a very uh, bold philosophy and declares uh, emphatically that the individual soul is identical with the Supreme Self. Shankara's philosophical view accurately represents the meaning of Badarayana. His explanations only faithfully render the intended meaning of Sri Vyasa. This is beyond doubt and dispute. Students of Kevala Advaita School of Philosophy should study the Shari Rekha Bhasha of Sri Shankara, which is profound, subtle and unique. It is an authority which leads to the right understanding of the Brahma Sutras. The best thinkers of India, Germany, America and England belong to this school. It occupies a high rank in books on philosophy. Advaita philosophy is the most sublime and the grandest Philosophy of the Hindus. You can understand the Brahma Sutras if you have a knowledge of the 12 classical Upanishads. You can understand the second chapter if you have a knowledge of Sankhya, Nyaya, Yoga, Mimamsa, Vaisheshika, Darshana, and Buddhistic school too. All these schools are refuted here by Sri Shankara. Sri Shankara's commentary is the best commentary. Dr. Thibaut has translated this commentary into English. Brahma Sutras is one of the books of Prasthanatraya. Traya. This is an authoritative book on Hindu philosophy. The work <coughs> consists of four adhyayas chapters, 14 pa- uh, 16 padas sections, 223 adhikaranas topics, and 555 sutras aphorisms the first chapter samanwaya adhyaya unifies brahman the second avirodha adhyaya refutes other philosophies and the third uh, sadhana adhyaya deals with the practice sadhana to attain brahman and the fourth phala adhyaya treats of uh, fruits of self realization each chapter contains four padas. each pada contains adhikarnas each adhikarna has a separate question to discuss the first five adhikaranas of first chapter are very very important introduction that's glory to uh, Sri Vyasa Bhagavan, son of Parashara, the mighty sage, a chiranjivi, who has written all Puranas and also divided the Vedas. May his blessings be upon you all. This is the introduction part. Next Brahma Sutras. Om Sri Sadguru Paramatmaninamaha, Om Sri Vedu Vyasayanamaha. Salutations to Sri Ganesha, Sri Saraswati Devi, Sri Shankaracharya, and all Brahma Vidya Gurus. <coughs> so, we shall see these Brahma Sutras next. Still, introductory, introductory part is remaining now. Here, <coughs> for the chapter 1, section 1, introduction, the Vedanta Sutras are called Sharirakam Mimamsa because they deal with the Parabrahman, the Sharira. The embodied. In the first chapter, the author shows that all the Vedic texts uniformly refer to Brahman and find their samanvaya, reconciliation in him. In the second chapter, it has been proved that there is no conflict between Vedanta and other Shastras. In the third chapter, the means of attaining Brahman are described. In the fourth chapter, is described the result of attaining Brahman. The adhikarin, one who is competent to understand and study the Shastra, is one who is of tranquil mind and has the attributes of shama quite quite dama self-control etc he is full of faith he is constantly engaged in good thoughts and associates with the knowers of truth whose heart is purified by the due discharge of all duties religious and secular and without any idea of reward the sambandha is the description of brahman by this shastra the visaya or the subject matter of this shastra is the supreme brahman who is all pure the prayojana, necessity of this shastra is to obtain a realization of the supreme brahman by the removal of all false notions that prevent that realization. This shastra consists of several adhikaranas or topics or uh, propositions. Every proposition consists of five parts. Thesis or Vishaya, Doubt or Samasya, Antithesis or paksha Synthesis or right conclusion or siddhanta and the sangati or agreement of the proposition with the uh, other parts of the shastra in the whole book of the vedanta sutras brahman is the main theme or the subject matter of discussion and interpretation of any passage must not go away from the subject subject matter of brahman each chapter has a particular topic of its own a passage must be interpreted Consistently with the topic of that chapter, there is a certain uh, relation between adhikarnas or topics themselves. One adhikarna leads to another through some particular association of ideas. In a Pada or section, there are many adhikarnas and they are not put together in a haphazard manner. Synopsis This section gives a bird's eye view of the subject dealt with in the Brahma Sutras, namely the nature of the Supreme Brahman or the highest self. Of the individual soul and the universe and their interrelations and gives hints on meditation on Brahman. Adhikarna 1, Sutra 1 gives a, a hint that the book is meant for those who are endowed with a real desire for attaining the knowledge of Brahman. Adhikarna 2, Sutra 2 defines Brahman as that whence the world originates, etc. Adhikarana three sutra three declares that Brahman is the source of the Vedas and that Brahman is known by known only by the study of Shruti and by no other means of knowledge. Adhikarana four sutra four proves Brahman to be the uniform topic of all Vedanta texts. Adhikarana five sutras five to eleven show that none but Brahman is admitted by Shruti to be the cause of the world. They prove by various <coughs> Cogent and convincing arguments that the Brahman, which the Vedantic texts proclaim as the cause of the universe, is an intelligent principle and cannot be identified with the non intelligent or insentient Pradhana from which the world originates, as declared by the Sankhya's. Adhikarna 6. Sutras 12 to 19 raise the question whether the Anandamaya in Taitiriya Upanishad uh, 2.5 is merely the individual soul or the Supreme Self. The sutras show that Brahman is all bliss and that by the term Anandamaya in Shruti is meant neither the individual soul nor the Pradhana of the Sankhyas. The sutras prove that they all describe none but Brahman. Adhikarna 7, Sutras 20 and 21 show that the golden person seen within the sun and the person seen within the eye mentioned in Chandogya Upanishad 1.6 are not some individual soul of high eminence but the highest brahman or the supreme self. Adhikarna 7, uh, 8, Sutra 22 shows that the uh, ether akasha from which according to Chandogya Upanishad 1.9 all beings originate is not the uh, elemental ether but the supreme brahman adhikarna 9 sutra 23 shows that prana also mentioned in chandagopanishad 1 11 15 is the supreme brahman adhikarna 10 sutras 24 to 27 teach that the light spoken of in chandagopanishad 3 13 7 is not the ordinary physical light but the supreme brahman adhikarna 11 sutras 28 to 31 decide that the prana mentioned in uh, kaushitaka upanishad 3 2 is brahman now we shall start chapter 1 samanwaya jhaya section 1 jijna sadhikaranam topic 1 the inquiry into brahman and its prerequisites now therefore the inquiry into brahman now then afterwards Ataha, therefore, Brahma jinyasa, a desire for the knowledge of Brahman, the inquiry into the real nature of Brahman. Sutra literally means a string. It serves the purpose of stringing together the flowers of the Vedanta passages. The word Atha uh, is not used to introduce a new subject that is uh, going to be taken up. It is here to be taken as denoting immediate consecution the inquiry of brahman specially depends upon some antecedent conditions the inquirer should be endowed with certain spiritual requisites or qualifications then only the inquiry is possible ataha that is after the attainment of certain preliminary qualifications such as the four means of salvation viz nitya anitya vastu viveka discrimination between the eternal and non-eternal iha Mutra, artha phala Viragaha – indifference to the enjoyment in this life or in heaven or uh, and of the fruits of one's actions. Third one, Shatsampat, sixfold virtues viz. Uh, shama, control of mind, Dhamma, control of external senses, Uparati, sensation from world enjoyments or not thinking of objects of senses or discontinuance or for, of religious ceremonies. Titiksha, endurance of pleasure and pain, heat and cold, Shraddha, faith in the words of the preceptor and of the Upanishads, and Samadhana, deep concentration. Fourth one is the Mumukshutva, desire for liberation. Those who have got an earnest desire for the knowledge of Brahman only are fit for the study of Vedanta philosophy or Brahma Sutras. Even without possessing the knowledge of karma kanda which deals with religious ceremonies or sacrifices a desire for attaining the knowledge of brahman will arise direct from the study of the Shrutis. the inquiry of brahman does not depend on the performance of any acts chapter 1 section 1 you must know and realize the eternal uh, brahman then only you will attain eternal bliss freedom perfection and immortality you must have certain preliminary qualifications for your search Why should you inquire about Brahman? Because the fruits obtained by sacrifices etc. are ephemeral whereas the knowledge of Brahman is eternal. Life in this earth and life in heaven which you will attain on account of your virtuous deeds is transient. If you know Brahman, you will enjoy everlasting bliss and immortality. That is the reason why you must start the quest of Brahman or the truth or the ultimate reality. A time comes. When a person becomes indifferent to karmas, he knows that karmas cannot give him everlasting, unalloyed happiness, which is not mixed with pain, sorrow and fear. Therefore, naturally, a desire arises in him for the knowledge of Brahman (coughs) or the all-pervading eternal soul, which is above karmas, which is the source of eternal happiness. Charvakas or lokaitikas think that the body is the soul. Some think that the senses are the soul. Some others think that the mind is the soul. Some think that the intellect is the soul. Some think that the soul is a mere momentary idea. Something that nothing exists in reality. Something that there is a soul which is different from the body, which is both the agent and enjoyer of the fruits of action. Others hold that he is not a doer but he is only an enjoyer. Something that the individual soul is a part of the Supreme Soul. Vedantins maintain that the individual soul is identical with the supreme soul. Different schools of philosophy hold different views. Therefore, it is necessary to examine the truth of things very carefully. Knowledge of Brahman destroys avidya or ignorance, which is the root of all evil or the seed of the Uh, this formidable samsara or worldly life hence you must uh, entertain the desire of knowing brahman knowledge of brahman leads to the attainment of the final emancipation hence an inquiry about brahman through the study of the śrutiś, which treats of brahman is worthwhile and should be undertaken the question now arises what are the characteristics of that brahman the nature of the brahman is described in the following sutra or aphorism that's janma Janmada Topic 2 Definition of Brahman Janmadyasya Yataha This we shall see in the next session Hare Rama Undachat Brahmar Panamastu Shri Shivandar Pitamasu.